You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, welcome to Sports Day for a, a Monday afternoon. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studios. Satsy, how are you, my friends? <laughs> hey, Jace, listeners. How, uh, was, how was Townsville on Friday night yeah, with the, the, the rugby, rugby League rivalry uh, boxing event? It was absolutely outstanding. Now, I'm not sure how many people watched it on main event. Uh, it was on pay-per-view. But being there live in the Townsville Entertainment Centre, about 5,000 people, which was capped. Yep. It was a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, the fighters all did it in great, with great humility and great sportsmanship. The, uh, the ones that lost took it on the chin, pardon the pun, but uh, they took it in, uh, in really good faith. And it was, a, it was a really good event, really well marketed, and I can't wait for the next one. I think they're going to have another one in probably November, December. And plans possibly for an AFL version? Yeah, in... Uh, in uh, Bendigo, I yeah, believe, nice. around October sometime. Geez, there'd be some good fights there you'd like to see, wouldn't you? Jason Akamanis. Against who? Anyone. Warwick, Jonathan Brown. <laughs> Warwick Kappa. Jonathan Brown, he's he's always been known to have a background in imagine, boxing. Imagine Brownie taking on Barry Hall. Okay, you know what I want to open up to the listeners? 0477 736 736. Who would you like to see fight in rugby league? I, I I had three or four text messages from friends who said, how can I get on the next boxing card? But who would you like to see? Are they footballers or just mates? Um, current players and current players. Play- mm. Can I ask some questions? Yep. Uh, current players. Mm. Penrith? No. Not Penrith? No. Uh, Titans. Right, gotcha. One Titans play, yeah. Luke Bailey? No, he doesn't play anymore. Oh, no, sorry. Excellent <laughs> X-Play. Doesn't yeah, he play so, anymore? Right, no. Good. But it was, right. a, it was a great night. Really, really good night. And then backed it up on the weekend, Valentine's Day yesterday, which is actually my wife's birthday as well. How'd you go? What'd you do? Um, her favourite Vietnamese restaurant. And um, instead of getting flowers, she got me flowers, actually. I love tulips. Why are you putting your hands in your, your face and your hands for? Uh, I bought her a, a heart-shaped chocolate mud cake. Valentine's Day because it's the same day, and then um, what do I get her also? Oh yeah, yeah, because she's loves yoga and all that sort of stuff. So I bought her a yoga retreat this weekend. Come on, wake up. Tulips. <laughs> I love tulips. Yeah. Really? Is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I got a boat <laughs> and a and a freckle. Boat. I, I got boat? A fre- I got a freckle. Charter boat. What charter boat? <laughs> my my wife. Got me because she never. She, my wife can never say love. I never say I love you. I don't blame her. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but mm. so she brought me a freckle, which spelt the word love. I had that knocked over by eight o'clock. 
I had that with my coffee on Valentine's Day morning. What's a freckle? Like a freckle, chocolate oh, with the hundreds and thousands big on chocolate top. freckle. Yeah. Mm. So I didn't get her anything. I didn't because we, we don't do that stuff. Mm. So I didn't get um, her anything. It's lazy. That's what I'll call it. <laughs> but the world of rugby league, as Andrew Webster has uh, said this afternoon on Twitter, I think he summed it up beautifully. And this is on the back of reports that are coming out uh, in the world of rugby league involving Bulldogs forward, Adam Elliott, who we interviewed two weeks ago. Tremendous interview. Absolutely. And their former hooker, Michael Leisha, who apparently have been involved in an incident over the weekend. Andrew Webster said Melrose Place had nothing on rugby league. We've just got to get playing, mate. Yep. We've just – I mean, the off-season's a QC's delight. Yes. We've just got to get playing, got to get the boys busy again because it's getting absolutely ridiculous. A it'll, guy – It'll play a part in my good, bad and ugly. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, A guy who's been very busy off the field after his NRL career or his rugby league career, Benny Elias. He joins us uh, on the show real soon. It's all business. What a guy. And rugby league. This mm. – this man, he's done everything. He's absolutely done everything. Uh, the NRL Roast on Twitter has put out a um, poll with fans' help of uh, the NRL's hottest 100, and today the top 10 has been revealed. So not hottest as in players on the field. It's no, hottest. it's looks. Looks. And I'm surprised by number one. Okay. I'm surprised by quite a few. I think there's a standout number one, so I'll be interested to see who the number one is. Oh, looking at the list, I think we're I think we've got some pretty ugly players playing the game. <laughs> like seriously. So no ET. Do you know no. Chris uh, Craig Wing should be in every NRL or <laughs> rugby league's hottest looking guys every year. Well, let's on that. Okay. Let, let's throw this out. one 1533 or 477 736 We'll do the list of this year's hottest, but who who is the best-looking bloke from rugby league ever? Okay, I'm going to ask you, who's the first one that comes to mind straight away? Oh, it's E.T. Yeah, easy. We'll ask Benny as well, about that as well. Yeah, E.T. E. What about you, your Not me, no. Team, no, your teammates. Oh. No, still uh, not. Ryan Girdler. Oh, yeah. He was good looking. Yeah. Still is. He's aging yeah. all right, Gertz. He is. He looks good with the grey hair. He does. He's a bit of a George Clooney. He you is. know, he was my yeah. – f- when I first came down to Sydney, he was the first introduction to what stardom was in rugby league. <laughs> like you'd, you'd finish training and go and have something to eat and he'd have throngs of people following him like the Beatles. <laughs> Old Not, Ringo Starr. Mate, I walked down Caxton Street with him once. And the things that were being said to him from out from from inside the Caxton Hotel, it's like they could smell him. It was was you can't even repeat. He smells beautiful. By he, the do, way. he does. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or shoot us a text. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Well, he was a sparkles. gladiator. He was a sparkles. Yep. That is. Hey, I tell you what. I tell you who would get a vote. Who? Trent Barrett. Yeah, of course. Mm. He had a great rig. Great rig. Still does have a great rig. A lot of the players talk about he looks fitter than half the players. Right, time for sports updates. Sports Day, sports update. Yeah, for pharmacy sleep services, get tested for sleep apnea. That's uh, text number 0477 736 736. Are you looking at me because I've mentioned that I've got tulips for Valentine's Day? I said Ryan Girdler smells really good. <laughs> Trevor Barrel's got a great rig. No, it's all right, mate. I've moved on. Um, No plans for the storm to move north with uh, the COVID situation down there. That's Look, if there's a secondary lockdown, I'm not sure what the NRL does. Uh, Volandis does want them out of there, though, doesn't he? Well, he just wants to get on the front foot because, of course, previously the Victorians went into a a short lockdown. But then, um, of course, 
that was extended. And that's what a lot of the Victorians are fearing, that this five-day lockdown that they're currently in is going to be extended to a, a two-week lockdown. And he just wants to get on the front foot and and get Melbourne out of there straight away into Sydney. Uh, they've got to go to the Sunshine Coast soon for a trial. This week. Anyway, this week. so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see whether they they pack to stay longer. Um, Peter Volandis was on radio, I think, with Vossi this morning uh, talking about why Brisbane needs a second team. This is what he had to say. We want, we've got a, an established market in Queensland. There's various competition coming into that state. We need to protect our territory and uh, having a second team in Brisbane and playing at Suncorp Oval every uh, every week is, is a necessity. And, you know, our greatest asset in rugby league is the state of origin. We've got to make sure that Queensland stays, you know, viable in rugby league and has the best opportunity to, in participation. And having one team in Brisbane is not that. We need two. But in saying all that, it has to prove itself in a business case, and that's what we're doing at the moment. It can't uh, cannibalise either the Broncos or the Gold Coast, and we've got to make sure that, that the business plan stacks up and it doesn't affect the other clubs. So it's important for us to consolidate our established markets, and New South Wales and Queensland are our established markets, and we've got to do everything in our power to keep the game the number one sport in those two states. Now, you're part of the Brisbane Jets bid, which yep. was formerly the Brisbane Bombers. Um, what do you think of his comments there? Oh, I think it's a given that Brisbane has to have a side, and I, I can't believe that there was a team introduced in 1995, a second team, and 20 years down the track, we're still talking about it. Mm. So, uh, 25 years down the track, I should say, we're still talking about it. So, I mean, it's like any business. You take it to a, a required or an acquired landscape, more money will be entered into the pool. There's been some clubs have come in, or majority of NRL clubs have said that a new club coming in, whether it's the Brisbane Jets, Redcliffe, or the Brisbane Firehawks, whichever club does come into the competition, they should be made to pay a, a quite a hefty franchise fee like they've done in soccer and the NFL, whatever it may be. Peter Volandis has said stop being so self-absorbed because you enter another team in, Hopefully there's going to be more money. I think there will be more money from a commercial and corporate and participation point of view, which means, in the end, more money for every club. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, a couple of signings. Uh, well, not si not signings. Uh, one of them, uh, McCulloch, Andrew McCulloch, has uh, signed with the Dragons today. That's all yep. been confirmed, and he is now a Dragon, which is good news. Yep. Um, you're smiling. Why are you smiling? Oh, no, we, did, we just threw out there, we were talking about you know, the best looking. Yeah. And um, I just got we got a text message on zero four double seven seven three six seven three six from Clacker. And he said definitely Billy Dunn and Keith Cole. Now they wouldn't go on the top hundred good looking. They'd probably go on the top hundred maybe least attractive ugly. rugby league players. Ugly. Yeah. Right. You can't use the word ugly. Why can't you? Well, you just can't. What's the opposite to attractive? You're a massage it a little bit better. And what's the opposite to attractive? Mm. Fugly. I don't think you can say that. Okay. No. Okay. Right like, geez, lucky we're not live. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, Andrew McCulloch. Uh, we we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, if I was going, if I said to you that someone at the Dragons had made a comment that Andrew McCulloch's best years are ahead of him, mm. ahead of him, what would you, what would you be your reply? I'd be checking their coffee cup. <laughs> like seriously. Well, thirty-one coming from a ripped well, his hamstring off the yeah, bone. Ruptured hamstring. No. 
No, definitely not. Mm. Definitely not. And then hasn't someone else set the drag and suggested that he plays his best football with Ben Hunt? Well, that's that's the the key to Andrew uh, Anthony Griffin. He believes because he's had so much to do with these two young two players when they were younger for the Broncos and has had some some success without winning premierships. Uh, he believes the McCulloch Hunt combination, hooker and uh, halfback. Uh, he he believes that McCulloch tr- he triggers Ben Hunt to play his best footy. So what he's trying to do is that McCulloch will be the, the key to Benny Hunt playing his best footy and stop all the uh, the criticism around how much money that he makes. Okay, Latrell set to re-sign for two years, reported under 900000 or is it a million? I'm hearing a million, just touch on a million a right. year for two years. Right. Uh, he's only 23 years of age. I know, it's incredible. I know. He seems like he's been around for so long. His numbers that he was stacking up, Jace, before he was injured last year again – Pretty bad, pretty serious hamstring injury, which fortunately enough he's young and he'll he'll recover from quite easily. Um, two years, and the reason why two years is because they believe after the two years he could sign the biggest contract in rugby league history, anywhere upwards of around one point three, one point four million dollars a year. Incredible. Mm. Hey, we're talking about the uh, hottest NRL uh, players, the hottest one hundred released yep. by NRL Roast on Twitter and. Uh, we know the top 10. Can I quickly run through the top 10 and you tell yeah. me whether they're good looking or not? And don't forget to get your text through 0477 736 736. Who is the hottest rugby league player <laughs> of all time? Okay, number 10, Stephen Crichton. Okay, yep. Yeah. Tall, yeah. Good looking kid. Nathan Cleary at number nine. Nathan Cleary? What's he got going for him? He's got a massive chin and he can't dance. We saw that on TikTok. He's a horrible dancer. Absolutely. I think dancing plays a huge role on whether you I think are regarded does. as being attractive. I, I agree. If you can do the nut bush, <laughs> do the kids not the Or nut the bus bushes? stop. The bus, if you can do the bus stop, <laughs> then you go. Or if you can move side to side to, to Zoom by Fat Larry's band, you're fine. <laughs> do, do anyone, does anyone know what we're talking about here? Anyone under 100? Uh, number eight, Nick Kotrick. Nick Kotrick, yeah, good looking kid. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what about number seven, Connor Watson? Now, I don't know a lot about Connor. I, don't, I can't picture Connor. Yeah, he plays a utility role for the Newcastle Knights. Ruptured his Achilles last year. Right. Lives with Kalen Ponga. There you go. Yep. Okay, so no more. Victor Radley mm. at number six. Now, how does Victor Radley get on a list of the best-looking blokes in the NRL? Well, I think he's attractive to females because he's a bit of a lad. Right. He'd be a, he'd be a really fun night out. A bad boy. Is that what you're saying? Well, he's not a bad boy. He's just a... He's playing in the wrong era. He's just a real fun lad. Right, okay. Um, and a very good conversationalist oh, you, you, from all reports. You'd have a beer with him, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. RTS at number five. Well, yeah. he shouldn't be on the list because he's deserting the NRL. Mm. So we'll park him to the side. <laughs> number four, Pappenhausen. Yeah, yeah, the, the skinny model look. I'd have Teddy, I'd have Teddy before him. Uh, it's the only time really? I'll say something positive about a rooster. <laughs> Great set of choppers. <laughs> And what did you say off the air before when I Can said that? Can add an apple through a picket fence. <laughs> Dylan Brown at number three. See, this is where dancing comes into it. Right. From all reports, Dylan Brown, very young, confident. Right. But an amazing dancer. Right. And it's, it's very attractive to some young ladies. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, I can see that. Uh, number two, this bloke should be number one by a mile. He's just got those boyish good looks and that no, wavy not hair. number one. I know who you're going to say. He should be number one by a mile, this bloke. Cam Murray. He's, He's number, number two. two. Yeah, no. See, he's he's the kid that you want your daughter to bring home and introduce her to the family. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Good education, great family, uh, great morals and values. Can play. Can play. Although another one who did a hamstring. Number two. Number two, yeah. That's Number one, like, honestly, I don't know what's going on with the NRL, NRL roasts fans, but Caelan Ponga, number one? Now, am I missing something here? Can some of our listeners tell us why, you know, if you're a female, I mean, Lou from Blackbutt, she might be able to tell us why Caelan yeah, Pong is Yeah, Lou, we attractive. haven't heard from her to, so far tonight, no. But um, he rides a skateboard. Yeah, but again, and I've got a gripe about this. Yeah. Adults should <laughs> yeah. not ride skateboards. Yeah, you don't like it, do you? I don't like it. Get, get a car, mate. You can afford it. Again, like, um, like Dylan Brown, mm. dancing comes into it. So he's big on TikTok. Right. And I don't know what how you'd get a TikTok account or whatever that is. <laughs> but apparently he is quite prevalent on TikTok and his dancing ability. So I think that makes him All right. attractable. Okay. Well, attractable. And also rides a skateboard. That, I don't like that. Uh, what do you think of that top 10 hottest players? 0477-736-736. Or call us, 1-300-42-1533. Snoring, waking up tired, find out if you have sleep apnea. Book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. Before we go to a break, very quickly, straight open update for Kia's open season on now with match winning deals. Ash Barty on centre court tonight. Mm. She's playing her fourth round match against American Shelby Rogers She's from the US. She's a draw, hasn't she? She has. Mm. She should be able to win that and get through. That's on... Uh, as I say, in around about an hour's time. Uh, Dylan Al- Alcott uh, won his semi-final in straight sets today in the men's wheelchair singles. He's just a legend, isn't he? You know what? He doesn't get the accolades that he deserves. No. He's starting to get, do a lot of advertising now for ANZ Bank and Co., but yeah. he is just an amazing athlete. Yep. Uh, the Australian Open update. It's open season at Care with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. It is sports day for Care. When we come back... Uh, we continue with our um, business interviews. Sports people who have had a success. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, we're running a series of interviews, as you know, Sats, over about a four-week period. Last week we spoke to Ian Healy and we spoke to Tim Horan yep. and... It's called Sports Stars of Small Business. I reckon we could probably pump these blokes up to a, a medium to large uh, enterprise. Large. Enterprise. Mm. Uh, let's get to work. Officeworks, helping you make bigger things happen. This guy played 234 games for the Tigers, 22 games for New South Wales, 14 tests for Australia. I reckon regarded as New South Wales' greatest hooker, now killing it. In the business world, <laughs> this is the world. This is the biggest introduction to a guest ever, Benny oh. Elias. Welcome to Sports Day. Oh. oh, it's always a pleasure to uh, to talk to you, Queenslanders up there. It's uh, <laughs> you know you've uh, had a bit of redemption again this year with State of Origin. It was the actual State of Origin that you couldn't lose, but my God, we seem to have done it, and you guys just never stop surprising us. Uh, it's always a joy. Now, Ben, if you take borders out of the out of the equation, and as a and I, I believe I believe you were the greatest hooker the game's ever seen until Cam Smith came along. When you sit back as a as an ex hooker and watch Cam Smith play, what what do you marvel at at his game overall? Uh, everything. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a weakness in the bloke. I mean, honestly, he's been a, an absolute just phenomenal in every way you know um he his ability week in week out he's 
his uh, leadership qualities. I mean, you, you'll see a bloke that has those qualities will be they'll be successful after after football when he finishes and retires, and when no one no one knows at the moment. But it's only a matter of a process where he'll he'll contribute all of his assets on the football paddock that he's shown to everybody uh, in the business world. And um, he's a phenomenal bloke with regards to his um, his attitude, his his way he approaches things. He he starts working on Monday for, for Sunday's game, and you can see that in every way. Everything he does is so polished, and uh, it's been a joy to watch number nine for you know, the last 14, 15 years of his career. Well, yourself, you've transformed from player into business and done it very successfully, and you're a calculated risk-taker as a player. Are you the same in business? Well, in business, you've got to – yeah, it's all about calculating, and, and, and that's it, Satya. You're, you're spot on. You, you've got to have a look. Do your homework. We call it in business due diligence. They call it in business. Uh, you do the same in football. And the greatest thing I learned when I was a ten-year-old kid, there was I had I was very fortunate to have two very clever coaches, and and they said that that, that football is almost exactly like the business world that we live in, and uh, and it's so eerie. And even to today, at my age of fifty-seven years of age, so long down the track, it's so true that you know you prepare Monday for Sunday's game, and if you haven't. Well, you're going to get yourself um, absolutely walloped on, on on game day, and uh, you do your homework, you do all your, you know, you, you work hard, you you discipline yourself, you uh, you motivate yourself, you set yourself goals as a great footballer. You have all these facets that are so so identical to to the business world. And when I finished playing football, I started to ap- you know apply those exact things that 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 you uh, that you became a successful footballer. I mean, when you reach the top of your, of your game, when you play for Australia, you look at the qualities that got you there. And I applied exactly the same thing to the business world. And let me tell you what, anyone, everyone listening right now, just take that on board. And you look at the great sports people or the great people who have been successful in their field. And the one thing that's the most common denominator is called hard work. You know, mm. you've got to roll the sleeves up. You've got to sacrifice. You've got to motivate. You've got to prepare. You've got to have teamwork. You've got to understand the strengths and weaknesses of the people around you. Uh, and most importantly, you know, you've got to have that most important ingredient, which is called hard work. And if you do that, you're 95% of the way. Benny, did you finish rugby league? And uh, there's two parts to this question. Did you finish and get straight into the business world? And did rugby league help you with that? And secondly, what businesses yeah. are you in at the moment, I mean, property is one of them. What else have you been doing? Well, I've been in property all my life. I'll give you a funny story. I, all my life I've been in property. My father said to me, son, you can't play football for the rest of your life. There's a, you've got a, a span of good 10 years at, at, at best. If you're lucky, you don't get too, too injured. So there's life after football. And what I did, he said, mate, go and invest in property and get someone in there to rent it out and they'll pay it off for you. And, you know, it's funny, I... I, bought, I was very fortunate. I, I, I got a small little contract at Balmain way, way back in, uh, in in the early 80s, and I put the money into a into a house, which I still got today, and uh, I've just knocked it down and built 38 units on it. Jeez, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 phenomenal because you know there is no there there is no investment like property. Yeah, and if, I, I challenge anyone 10 years ago that property they're living in today would be way more less expensive and 10 years before that that actual property would have been even less more expensive and 10 years before that it just only goes one way if there are dips and you're able to, to carry those dips 
you're not going to go wrong because it's always going to continue to grow, grow, grow. And you have a look at the very wealthy people today in, in, in Australia, the Harry Trigger box who owns Meriden Apartments, mm. you know, the Lang Walkers of the world. I mean, these people are extraordinary. They're huge. They're billionaires. And, and they just go to the stratosphere of, of, of having a gamble here, there and everywhere. But they're very strategic gambles because they know the numbers, they've done their homework, and then they invest. And uh, the best advice I can give to the people out there listening is do exactly that. Always respect someone who's done well, ask them for their advice, and then, you know, see if you can afford to hang on to it. You'll be really, really, I, I can only only give advice that I think that you'll do very well. What else are you in, Benny, and, apart and from property? What else? Well, I started off in mobile phones yeah, whilst I was playing right. football. Mm. There you go. I, uh, I was very fortunate. I had uh, I ended up having 42 mobile phone stores nationally when mobile phones were on the growth, on the up and up. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those strategic things that you look at and you have a look at the opportunity and the potential. And I thought, wow, this is just phenomenal, you know. And it, I was very fortunate to have a very good business partner in the, uh, in the game who could look after it whilst I was playing football. And when I got out of football, and I had a chance to play uh, Super League, and the, um, the, the Townsville, the Townsville mob offered North Queensland offered me a three-year contract, which was double more than any money I ever made in my life. The business was too good, and I thought, well, you know, what do I do? Do I go up there and take the guaranteed money, or do I invest in this long-term future of, of telephony? Well, I took the option, the second option. I said no to the, I said no to it, and I focused my energies into the mobile phone. You know, if you try and do everything. Yeah. It won't happen. Yeah, you right. focus on something and you keep your mind on it and you love it, it'll do very well. Great so I, I ended up selling that in the early 2000s. And then, of course, there was no more growth. I mean, there were 18 and a half million people who were using mobile phones. And a mate of mine said, mate, there's no more growth in this game. And I thought, you know what? You're right. So I sold my uh, entity, did fairly well. And um, then I got into uh, into property again in a, in a much bigger way, in a development way. And I, I enjoy that. So... But now, recently, my, my recent cornerstone investment, I've just got into it in quite a big way, uh, drones. You know, the drones yeah. that fly up in the yep. air there? Yeah. yeah. Well, drones have become... A mate of mine has a fairly big drone company. I looked at the opportunity, needed to expand. It was growing quick. So I've invested in that. And look for technology of what I think becomes essential. And, you know, we're doing now... We're, we're doing... Um, we're doing a... A... a, 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 a um, and a, a project for for a company which I can't say because it's got a, a confidentiality, but it's delivering pizzas to people's doorsteps by using a by using a drone. Unbelievable! So, I mean, you look at the opportunities there, and you think, my <laughs> God, where will this go? This where where will this go? But the the great the, the great example is is for people in remote areas, in remote country areas, where you can send medicine to these people, where you can fly a drone for two hours out somewhere out in the middle of the never-never and drop off their medicine and fly the drone back. That's and incredible. That is just a – it's incredible. Mm. And you have a look at the different opportunities here. You look at it. You, you, you weigh up your, your dollars and cents to see what you can afford, what you can only afford to, to invest. And if you think you can afford to do it, we'll then go for it. And uh, it's the best advice I can give. Yeah. Now, Benny, being in sports, we've got the opportunity to meet a lot of people and, and network. How how successful yeah. has networking been for you? Well, Sats, I know you're a very successful man in your own right, and um, you've done very well, and you've done, and it's great. And congratulations because yeah, you've just hit the, the probably the best question you could ask me is networking. When 
you have the ability to, to reach out to so many people. Networking is the most, I tell my kids actually, the greatest asset you can have is networking. Go and find something that you love and go and find out people who are in that, in that, in that, in that game and then try and get in front of those people. And to network, like Sats, my son, he, he now, you know, he's working in the, uh, in the drone business because of, of the investment, but he really enjoys it. So I, you, you go, you reach out to people in the aviation as much as you can and you ask these people and, and it's called networking, you know. It's it's uh, it, it's it's an, it's such an exciting and underestimated uh, facet of of business is networking because if you can get to Peter, you get to Paul, you get to Mary, you get to Jane, and finally you get to the right person. Well, then all of a sudden you've got you know you, you've got a, a real good shot of the title of getting your thing your, your product sold to that person mm. or, or, or investing in that in that business. So networking is essential. It's such an important. Uh, it's something you can't touch. Yeah, you, you can't touch or see a, a networking. You know, you, and, and it's like love and faith and hope. These are the things you can't touch, which are the most underestimated facets of, of, of success. And, that's what we uh, we do in in the game of networking. When you're a footballer, you've got the ability to be op- so open to the wide range of people who want to sit down and say good day. And you say, look, I, you know, a bloke like Blocker Roach says, Blocker, Blocker says, mate, look, you know, he, he's talking to somebody in the um, you know, in the industry that he likes, which is he's calling the football, and one leads to another, and the next thing you're talking to the CEO because he wants to sit down and have uh, a coffee with Blocker Roach. That's called networking, and, and that is a very, very good secret to success. Now, before we let you go, we, we've got to ask you, I mean, you just stole my thunder, actually, about Blocker. In the Daily Telegraph on the weekend, they had the top 10 fighters in rugby league, and can you believe your man, who was very special to you, big Stevie Blocky Roach, he wasn't in the yeah. top 10. Yes, mate. Well, mate, they don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> are they? These, these, these blokes are probably just, it was probably Buzz Rothfield, who's never fought, a, fought in his life. So, mate, if you want to ask people who are, who are the best fighters, go and ask the people like the Jeff Hardings, the Jeff Fenix of the world, and, you know, the, the Danny Greens. They're the people who know who can fight. Mm. And, mate, go and ask. You don't go and ask Buzz Rothfield or, or Paul Kent or Benny Eichen to, because they haven't been in the game. Benny, they haven't I remember, been in the ring. I remember the game you guys played South one day, and, and Blocky and Les Davidson went hammer and tong. Oh, mate, mate. They, mate, I back Blocky every day of the week, twice on Sunday, <laughs> and, and a very, very close, a very, very close second is Les Davison, mate. Yep. Bundy, mate, he could throw him. My goodness, he could throw him. And, and mate, it was always, a, it was always a spectacle. We always knew the Blocker and Bundy were always going to have it one on one. But mate, there was one bloke that absolutely punched one of our players, Gary Jack, into the next century. Yeah. Was Ian Roberts? Yeah. My God. Yeah, wow. He, he gave him that well. many left. He gave him that many lifts. Jimmy Jack was up begging for a right because he was just pounding. <laughs> and I saw the face of Gary Jack the next day in the paper, and I've never seen a bloke more beaded around the face than I did that, that Gary Jack. So oh, that's good. I don't think, uh, but, 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 mate, there's three blokes straight up the front who are the top ten, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. No question. Well, Les Davidson, we know, listens to us every night uh, here on Sports Day, so he'll love that, Benny. And before we let you go, one of the oh, other things – one of the other things we're yeah. talking about tonight is uh, the best-looking uh, rugby league player of all time. And, E.T. And, yeah, <laughs> E.T.'s been thrown up. You didn't even have to think about oh, that. Oh, Sats has thrown oh, up mate, Ryan Girdler. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no, ET got it, got it all over. No yeah. good looking bow main players back e. in the day. Mate, ET's as good looking as Brad Pitt. Okay? <laughs> He's the best looking bloke I've ever seen. Mate, I'm not gay, but if I was, he was my roommate. He was my roommate in 1990. This is no, we've been away from home for nine weeks. Like we're thinking, oh my god, he comes home and he's walking around the bedroom, and I go, oh my goodness, (laughs) he, he, you you couldn't look at a more perfect species in my life. Not not in any sexual way, but just a good looking man. All right. Beautiful well, looking man. When it comes to the business world, there's no better species than you, Benny Elias. No, 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 no. He may have the looks, mate, but you've got the brains on this occasion. You've oh, won. No. He's a good man, mate. He's a wonderful human being. And uh, I'll tell you what, that bloke Satch was a good looking dude too in his days. Yeah, Sats, something's going right. He hasn't aged well, has you're, he? You're a good style of a bloke, mate. You're, 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 you'd be in the top ten. Who are your top ten in the rugby league world, uh, we should put the top we, ten together. Yep, put the top, put the top ten good-looking blokes. <laughs> then you put the ten ugliest heads of all. Of, of all. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for one hundred percent Australian electricity and gas, and Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic for expert car air conditioning service you can rely on. Visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. I forgot to mention, too, um, the sponsorship deal I have in place on Sports Day. And this is really upsetting you, isn't it? It doesn't upset me at all. Four Pines Brewing Co. Very popular. Is now the official beer of Sports Day and Woogie. And I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Are you going to share any of the product? Do you think I would? No, you, you wouldn't be. Mate, if it was your sponsorship, would you share it? Absolutely. So People pretty- who know me know how giving <laughs> that I am. All right, I'll give you a glass, all right? But uh, great to have Four Pines Brewing Co. on board as the official beer of Sports Day. How do you get? And Woogie. What? How do you get a deal? They've done their research. They've looked into it, and they said he is the most popular guy on the show. He is the one that looks more like a grog monster than Badge and Sats. <laughs> Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. I'd love to get listeners' feedback. Am I more popular than Badge and Sats? And I would dare to I say, think you are. You got a better sense of humour. Well, I've got one to start badge. with. Than Badge. <laughs> All right, our hot topic tonight: the best looking blokes ever in rugby league. Sats, it's going off. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh... Now, a couple of my seventeen-year-old daughter's friends love Kalen Ponga. This is from Flapper. Don't see it. But it must be the generational thing. Trent Barrett, every day of the week for mine, says Flapper. Oh, I agree, Flapper. There's one guy that's better, I think, Flapper, and I think you'll agree. Uh, now, just talking about the, the Fuglies list with Benny Elias. Well, that'll be tomorrow night. Don't yeah. go too early. Well, I'll throw a couple of up. But Freddie Jones, what happened to Freddie Jones? Freddie Jones, great manly captain from the 60s. Right, that's Smashed up remember. nose. Uh, two for tomorrow night. This is Pete at Orange. I love Orange. I'd love to get back out to Orange, Pete, if you've got a bed spare. <laughs> One night, uh, two for tomorrow night for the fugly list. Jim Mills, big pommy front row, massive. Not good. Big cauliflower ears. And Apisai Toga, who was a tremendous player. I think it's Fijian he was, Apisai Toga. He was a tremendous, tremendous player. Massive head, big penguin, uh, uh, pumpkin head. Um, what about Sly from Harrington between three? Gavin Miller, Mark Harris and Doug Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, Gavin Miller, he's, as Benny was just saying, he's in the top three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, now, Daniel Conn, flapper who texted us earlier on um, yep. from Chindra up there on the near the uh, the border. 
of Queensland, New South Wales. He said Daniel Conn, who was of, who was a, who was a model as well. Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, he was a very and handsome. And Bulldogs, wasn't he? Yeah, yep. started out at the Bulldogs. Very yep, handsome yep. man. Wellington boy from out west. You had, didn't you have a story about uh, Craig Wing? Oh, yeah. Craig Wing is on my list every year. Like, he, he, you know what? He has not aged one bit. But there's a really good story about Craig Wing listeners when South Sydney got kicked out of the comp, end of 99. All the players had to look for new clubs. Yep. He was only a young kid. I think he was like 19 years of age. He went down to Melbourne to meet Chris Anderson, the coach, current Australian coach at that time as well. Uh, there was Glenn Lazarus was there as club captain. Uh, Greg Brentnell, footy manager, I think. Yep. John Rebar was there as well. But anyway, they, they met Chris <laughs> Anderson about going to Melbourne in 2000. Went to dinner. And the next day, his manager rang Chris Anderson the next morning. And he said, how do you think dinner went? Chris Anderson, yeah, it went well. Went real. Nice kid. He said, do you want to sign him? He said, sign him. I want to shag him. <laughs> wow. Did he sign him? No, he didn't. No. He went to the Roosters. He did. To, of course. Yeah. Of course he went to the mm. Roosters. They steal all of South's plot. Well, we didn't weren't around, I guess. So <laughs> there you have it. Uh, add to the list, who's the best-looking rugby league player of all time? 0477 736 736. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco. Authorised service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Keys Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Uh, Chris Nelson uh, joins us in a sec with a Racing Queensland update. And also... We are going to get into the good, bad and ugly from the world of sport and other stuff uh, next here on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, This man lined the pocket of many punters uh, over the weekend. And I, look, I should apologise, but I'm not going to. Chris Nelson, hello, mate. I had a feeling you might not. How are you, Joe? <laughs> Good, thanks, mate. Big week out of racing, and it doesn't stop because we've got another big week coming up. Yeah, well, we had that big weekend on um, on Saturday with Tony Golan scooping the pool, uh, winning four races at uh, Doombin with Leadership Spill, Miami Flies, Socialising, and Garibaldi. And I'm sure we'll see Miami Flies and Garibaldi perform uh, during the winter. Uh, up here during the winter carnival. Can't wait for that. And yes, as you say, another big week this week. We race at um, Warwick tomorrow. We race at Ipswich on Wednesday. Durban is our twilight meeting on Thursday. Friday, we head north during the day to Townsville, and we come back closer to town for Friday night. We're racing at the Sunshine Coast. Saturday, Eagle Farm, Gold Coast, and of course, Toowoomba at night. No Sunday meeting at the Sunshine Coast this Sunday. We race at Gatton instead. So another full week and plenty of racing in the southeast. All right, mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Doom in the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. We'll chat again tomorrow, mate. I look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. Now on Sports Day, it's time for Badge and Sats. The good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah, support local, australiamade.com.au. This is where we give you our good, bad and the ugly from the weekend in sport or maybe politics or something else. Sats, what do you got as a good? My good, and I spoke about it at the top of the uh, top of the show, the Friday night footy, the fight night in Townsville. It was 
outstanding. Yeah, good. Great atmosphere. Uh, really well marketed. Uh, the promoter, Nick Livermore, did an amazing job. And can't wait for the next one. Yeah, my good, 142,000 uh, COVID vaccines arrived in the country today. Okay, who should get them first? Uh, you and I, because we're pretty important. Yep. No, uh, frontline workers, then go elderly and work your way down. Okay, so uh, I agree. Well, I'll get them pretty early for elderly as well, so mm. <laughs> that's fine. So that is good news. What do you got as your bad? Paper straws and Maccas. I'm with you. Mm. I'm at, I, no, I don't like I it. I love the chocolate thick shake, and you get halfway through it, and all of a sudden it just collapses in your mouth. So These are first world problems. We're talking about people getting vaccinated against a deadly virus, and then in the next breath we're talking about paper, paper straws. straws. Yeah, people just using them now. I don't know why. My bad, it will take six years for the entire world to be vaccinated. No. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Really? And only 70% of countries have ordered vaccinations. Mm. So – there'll be at least another year. What do you think about countries that feel as though Australia don't deserve the vaccinations because we've handled COVID so well that it needs to go to others? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, about other countries. Yeah, I don't either. No, I don't care. Mm. Uh, Mate, my ugly, tennis with no crowds. No, thank you. No, thanks. It's horrible. Even yep. their fake crowd's terrible as oh, no. well. Just cancel the Australian. No, don't no, do that. You can't no, can't you can't cancel it. No, no, but I'm saying it's just not the right sport for COVID. We're it's still not... very lucky it's going ahead, but I do agree. Absolutely. It takes a fair yeah. bit out it of it. It does. It takes yeah. the excitement away from mm. it. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, what's what's un, unfolding when it comes to the Adam Elliott and Michael Leisha story in the, in the news today, uh, that could get ugly on all fronts. Yeah, it could. Yeah, mm. it's not good. We don't know it? enough information yet. But it's coming through thick and fast. Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo to be sure it's authentically Australia-made. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season. It's on now with match-winning deals. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.